Instant Pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like pizza in Mystic Connecticut. And that's what this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza. Mystic Connecticut. I think this is still just this does hang. You say it's not a part of it, but I guess it's not a part of it. Hold on. You want a lozenge? No. I might have a lozenge. Do I want to numb my mouth? It's they don't numb your mouth. Do I want to numb my mouth before recording? That's not how lozenges work. Sure. Yeah. No, I I promise you. Maybe I'm just allergic to them. It's possible. They just always numb my mouth. <laughs> That's like my reaction to yellow dye number five. Yeah. Uh, have I ever told you the story about how I learned that I was allergic to yellow dye number five? No. Okay, so I was um, going to the local Wawa, which is a, a chain of convenience stores in the Philadelphia area, and they had, by the cash registers, they had, you know, Nerds candy? Yeah. They had this lemonade-flavored variety that was delicious, and I, I really liked it. And so every time I would go by to get cigarettes or whatever, I'd also pick up a packet of these nerds. And so I was telling somebody about how much I liked these candies. I was like, they're so delicious, you should try them. My only issue with them is that after I eat them, my tongue goes numb, and then it sounds like I'm drunk because my speech is slurring. Mm. It might have been you, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the person responded, uh... I don't think candy is supposed to do that. And I was like, oh. <laughs> it's yellow. Yeah, well, I, I eventually narrowed it down, and yellow dye number five appears to cause Some my tongue colors, to go. colors, you know, came into your head. I'm not great at food dye Blue's in good. general. Red's good, but well, like, yellow. You should really see what uh, what grape soda does to my bathroom dye. <laughs> All sorts of uh, interesting colors there. This is not a good note to start this on, maybe. No, I was going to say, I just realized uh, pretty recently that I may be allergic to tea. Oh, yeah, you were saying that it makes you throw up. Tea makes me throw up, just regular-ass tea. Just, I can't drink tea. Mm-hmm. And I like tea. Tea's good. I like. I used to drink tea a whole lot when I was a kid, so I think like sometime like recently, like when I turned 20 or something, I just developed a, a, an allergy. You became tea toast intolerant. Tea toast intolerant. Like I can drink it, but then like ten minutes later, I'll start feeling like I'll get a case of the hot bloods. The hot bloods. The hot bloods. My blood will get real hot and like magnetic, and I'm like, oh, I always feel like throwing up, and then blah, it will. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I'm allergic to tea. Turns out. So uh, we're doing minute three today of uh, Mystic Pizza. This is the Mystic Pizza Minute. Mm-hmm. And uh, minute three starts out with uh, Conchetta Farrell. Like I was saying before, uh, she was in Two and a Half Men. She was the maid. And, um, yeah, it starts out with a shot of her blessing herself. She's one of Crossing the bridesmaids. Crossing yourself. Now, you're yeah. a Catholic of sorts. So. Right. Well, when does one usually cross themselves? Uh, whenever one feels the need to. So is it like a nerves but, thing? No, no. It's like when you like uh, when you uh, approach an altar, you should cross yourself. Like on the approach and on the uh, exit. 
Okay. You cross yourself both times, and you make sure that priest is very, uh, you know, you appreciate that guy, so you probably cross yourself in front of him, too. So, right after she goes off camera, who do we see then? Uh, we see Vincent D'Onofrio. He turns around and does kind of like a smirky butt look. A smirky butt look? Yeah, he does a smirky butt look. I guess he's looking at Conchata Farrell's butt. But I don't know. He might not be doing a butt look. Oh, you he mean just... like a butt look as in he's looking at a butt? Yeah, he's looking at a butt. Uh-huh. But it might not be. I'm going to just be making that up. Now, he appears he to be the groom. He could be a very nice dude. He appears to be the groom, judging by his uh, manner of attire. I think, yeah, he might be a groom. He's in like a white suit, right? Right. You wouldn't wear a white suit as a groomsman, would you? No, I don't think anybody else can wear white in the wedding mm-hmm. at all. That's like a wedding rule. Nobody else wears white <laughs> except for the bride. But I guess the groom can wear white, too, if he wants to match the bride. So then after that, we've got Lily Taylor coming out, and she is wearing white herself. She's wearing the, the bridal gown. Yes, Will, Lily Taylor is the bride. She is uh, under the veil. She's looking around nervously, I would say. Uh-huh. She's like, uh, she's got like a... Like a state of shock thing going on. Yeah, like his eyes darting around. She's like, holy shit, this is my wedding. Yeah, very nervous about and it. it goes into kind of like a... I P- chuckled at it. It goes into like a POV view under the veil where she's like looking around at yeah. like the uh, the wedding guests. And Everybody's all... got weird cameras. Yeah, everybody's got weird cameras. That one guy pulls out one of those like flat ones. Where it squeezes together. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't think I've ever had one of those, but I've seen them before, and they were, like, super late 80s things. Yeah, those types of cameras, the point-and-shoot kinds, have been kind of made irrelevant by everyone having cell phone cameras, because, right. well, like, those cameras are as good as those types ever were. Yeah, they're, like, disposable. Mm-hmm. Even the expensive ones now. Yeah. <laughs> And that brings me to just about the end of my notes. I wrote down, the, the credits are continuing during all of this. Uh, starts off with the music supervisor, which is Steve Tyrell. The music by, which is a, a David McHugh. Uh, and then I stopped writing down after that. I wonder if David McHugh did the uh, song in the beginning. The like Italian mandolin song mm-hmm. that you hear. Is that still playing in minute three? I guess not. Now it's like there was the opera Oh yeah, singing. there was the opera song, so now it's like church music playing. It's like mm. organ music. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's like a, a shot under the veil of her walking up the aisle, and then you see Vincent D'Onofrio again. Like she walks up to him and he smiles, and then she looks over at the priest. And they're in this like pretty nice church. Um, what was I saying about the church? Uh, I looked up the locations a little bit, and this is uh, St. Peter and Paul Polish National Church. Uh-huh. And I think it's in Connecticut. Like, I think a lot of the... Okay, the, uh, so they did a lot of their filming on location. Yeah, in Connecticut. And this church stood in as St. Mary's Church. So it's called St. Mary's in the movie. Mm-hmm. But it's St. Peter and Paul Polish National Church. Well, because you couldn't have, like, all the Italian food and then have the Polish angle. It would get too confusing. Yeah, yeah, I guess they, they renamed it for creative uh, purposes. And, um, yeah, that's... What's the last wedding you went to, Windsor? The last wedding I went to was my uh, cousin Stephen's wedding. Mm-hmm. He got married to Alicia Morant, who I went to school with. And um, I think that wedding ended up with me buying everybody shots at the bar. Because mm-hmm. we went to Hooters afterwards. Uh. But Hooters has like this offshoot bar on the next to it called Firewaters. And it's yeah, I've awful. Seen that. Yeah. It's the most awful goddamn I bar. haven't been. Uh, but, uh, no, so we were at Firewaters, and, uh, I don't know, I guess I shouldn't say that Firewaters is awful, it's just not my scene. It's like, uh, 
It's you know, more like a Bam Majera kind of place. Yeah, it's like a Bam Margera kind of place. So I was at Firewaters after this uh, wedding, and I was like, I hate it here. I'm going to buy everybody at this wedding a shot. So I went up to the bartender, and I was like, around to like 50 shots, man. And he was like, all right, line them all up. And then I left. <laughs> Didn't pay for it? No, <laughs> because fuck Firewaters and fuck Hooters. Oh, yeah, but didn't you just leave the people at this wedding, the people that you presumably care about, like, holding the bill? Yeah, well, that's a funny thing to do, right? Yeah, inarguably. I think they took it as funny, and I don't think anybody had to pay for it. How much would that go for? Ah, uh, shit, man. That was like, I guess the, the shots there are probably like eight bucks each. <laughs> so what's 50 times eight? Uh, I think that would be 400. Oh, God, yeah. I uh, never put that together. Uh, there, <laughs> there's some people that are mad at me in the world. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, we were talking before about uh, Conchetta Farrell. She was the maid from Two and a Half Men. You keep saying that. Oh, I don't and know. It, it I keeps kind of not about, being interesting. I, you don't like Conchetta Farrell? Would you like to know what Conchetta Farrell was in? Uh, I would love to know what Conchetta Farrell was in. Conchetta Farrell was in Edward Scissorhands, first of all. Oh, yeah? Yeah, remember Oh, right, sure, sure. And, one of the neighbors? Uh, yeah, she was one of the neighbors. And uh, she was in that new movie, Krampus, that I didn't see. I, uh, I, weirdly enough, fell down a little bit of a YouTube hole of watching some stuff about the special effects in that movie for, like, no particular reason. You just watch whatever comes up on YouTube sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of want to see that, actually. Yeah, I wanted to see Krampus when it came out. My cousin, like, really wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I couldn't go with him one night because I was, like, working. So I think he, like, went by himself. Oh, that's always fun. to see Krampus so much. I think I'm going to go see uh, Ghost in the Shell by myself. Yeah. That seems to be where this is headed. <laughs> <laughs> like, none of the people that ordinarily would go to the movies with me seem interested in that film. I'll go see it if I'm around, but hey, yeah. have at it if you just want to go. Yeah, maybe I will. Last time I went to the theater by myself, I think I saw Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. Yeah. I left uh, after school. We went to high school together. Um... I walked over to Granite Run Mall mm-hmm. and paid my, you know, $8 or whatever it was at the time and just sat down in this mostly empty theater all by myself <laughs> and just enjoyed that movie-going experience. Uh, the last movie I saw by myself was uh, Force Awakens. Yeah. And I'd already seen it, like, three times in theaters already, but mm-hmm. I was just, like, bored and there was, a like, a theater around the corner from my house. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, I can just watch Force Awakens right now. Yeah. So I did, and I was the only one in the movie theater. I sat, like, dead center, and then halfway through it, I left, because I was like, I've seen this before. And it turns out you can't see that movie more than four times. Ah. I I think I saw that one twice. Yeah, that's that's good enough. You know, save it for, like, five years. Watch it again. Revisit it. Revisit that Force Awakens. Uh, She was also in Mr. Deeds, Conchetta Farrell. She was in K-Pax. Ooh. And she was in uh, Aaron Brockovich. Okay. Yeah. I saw K-Pax. K-Pax was great. No, it wasn't. K-Pax was great. K-Pax is a terrible movie. Yeah. With, like, an insulting ending. But also great, just because it exists. Yeah. And you can go watch Kevin Spacey do all that weird stuff. Anytime you want. Anytime you want. He talks uh, about aliens and being one. Speaking of the ability to watch things anytime you want, we're dealing with a a Blu-ray copy of Mystic Pizza that we purchased, but we're... My only Blu-ray player is my PlayStation 4, which appears to be on its way out a little bit. Uh, So, like, we've got this problem where we can't pause the movie 
<laughs> without it like having to restart the whole thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's really an issue. Maybe we should get a Blu-ray player. Like, what does a dedicated Blu-ray player go for these days? Oh, uh, these days probably not much at all. It's like a VCR. They've back been in out the day. for like twelve years. Yeah, I guess that's true. But, uh, they were really expensive for a while. There, there was a time when buying a, a six hundred dollar PlayStation Three was your cheapest Blu-ray possibility. Huh. That's funny. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so I guess there's not much more we can say about this minute. How about you tell me, David Holford, what you think will happen in the next minute? Okay, well, so uh, everyone's looking... There's a couple people that look really nervous in this wedding party. There's uh, Conchetta Farrow, who crossed herself, and then there is Lily Taylor herself, who's looking around nervously. It's almost like they expect somebody to run, right? Maybe this isn't her first wedding. Right. Like, and she has shown a propensity for at the the last minute being just to coin a phrase a, a runaway bride, right? Um, uh, and so she's going to run away, and then her friends are going to be forced to run the pizza establishment that is her, you know, namesake. She being Margaret Pizza, and uh, they're going to not know how to run a pizza place. It's, they're going to be a lot like you when you started working. At your pizza place. Uh, just perfectly fine and good at what I do. You, didn't you tell them that you knew how to make pizzas when you most certainly did not? Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. I, uh, they actually, uh, when I started working at my pizza place, I was like, yeah, I'm a pizza maker. I was like, I used to be a manager of a pizza place. <laughs> <laughs> well, because my uh, my uncle owned a pizza place called Giorgio's. Oh. So I just like never worked there a day in my life. I used to do my homework there sometimes. Mm, but that's, uh, that's like working there. But you know. You were on, doing work there. On a resume, I felt like I was allowed to say that I managed that place because I, <laughs> I knew it well. Yeah. And so I did that. And um, so my first day on the job, they come up to me and hand me a piece of dough. And they're like, all right, make pizza. So I threw the dough on the counter and then I punched it. <laughs> they just looked at each other and I looked at them and they were like, oh, God. And they all shook their heads. <laughs> But now I'm pretty good at it. It's good that that all worked There's out, There's really though. not too much to making pizza, but it's, I don't know, it's fun. I have a question for you that I wrote down. Okay. Um, some, something that we've discussed a little bit outside of the uh, confines of recording this show. Uh, who would you say this podcast is for? Who would I say this podcast is for? Uh, myself, first uh-huh. of all. Me too, yeah. <laughs> and, right in my alley. And the, the list stops there. Okay, but, but like, so people who are listening to this, have they watched Mystic Pizza? Uh, no, I guess you don't have to. It's not a requirement. If you I mean, we have, haven't watched it. It might help. If you haven't, it might help also. And then you can, like, uh, watch it along with us, you know, minute by minute, and you can't skip ahead. You know, you can, like, place the same rules on yourself that we're placing on ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I guess if I were to say who this is for, it's for people who like podcasts, first of all. Definitely. And people who might think that might be a good idea, but knowing that it's actually not. Okay. Oh, and one other thing I wanted to bring up, um, because we were discussing this, and I I thought better, why not just discuss this actually on the show. How should these episodes end? Um, Because, like, last time I got kind of nervous, I I went and I hit the space bar, and uh, it wasn't... It was fine, but, like, it wasn't the ideal ending for every episode. Right. Well, I guess we're just going to kind of have to mimic other podcasts at the moment because, I don't know, I don't know how to end a podcast. I guess I'll start by saying thanks to our producer, uh, Steve Richardson, Uh who... uh, Manning the wheels of steel. 
mans the uh, the the wheels of our steel, mm-hmm. and uh, and our theme song and music is by uh, the Bungler, Paul Hughes. And who invented the internet? We should probably thank them. Uh, yeah, what was his name? Al Gore for inventing the internet. Mm-hmm. Thank you, yep. Al Gore. Yep, I believe that checks out. And uh, thank you, Tony Hawk, for uh, doing all those kickflips and uh, Christ airs that and... make it easier to carry on. Everything. Exactly. Just knowing. That.